Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 942, air date April 30th, 2021. Good evening, everyone. It's Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm sorry I'm a little bit delayed. We typically have our uh, Thursday night Truth, Freedom and Health Warrior meetings, and we went over by a lot. Um, there's a lot, a lot of stuff to discuss um, and I'll share with you why, and I want to update everyone. I haven't done a video in a while, but I look forward to sharing with you today a very important herb called bitter gourd, B-I-T-T-E-R gourd, G-O-U-R-D, and why bitter is better. So we'll start uh, shortly as, as people come in. So as people are coming in, I welcome everyone. This is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. Uh, welcome. It is uh, Thursday evening, uh, almost 9.30. So let's wait for everyone to join. Great to have Bernardo. We have Australia, Arizona. Great for high blood uh, blood sugar also, someone says. Yes, people are joining in. Let me just share with you. Uh, this is the screen that I wanted to share with you. Let me just make this a little bit smaller here as people are coming in. There we go. Okay. I think everyone can see this here. So I wanted to um, let me share a couple of video uh, things coming here. Wait till people are coming in. All right, great to have people. Great, let me bring up the screen here. All right, here we go. All right, so today's talk is gonna be on bitter gourd and immune health, continuing in our immune health series. Um, but we're gonna really do a deep dive into bitter gourd. For those of you joining us, this is Dr. Shivaya Dure. So, you know, bitter gourd's an interesting uh, uh, food. It's actually food. In when I was growing up, even here in the United States, uh, when my mom was around, every once a week, once a week, she would make bitter gourd. And you, uh, in the United States, you typically don't get it on Amazon. I haven't seen it or Whole Foods. You typically have to go uh, to an Indian <laughs> grocery store. Um, and you and and the and you'll see what it looks like. It looks like a some people call it bitter melon, other people call it bitter gourd, and it's typically cut up into small pieces, and you know you slice it like a cucumber, and then there's many many ways to make it. You typically I rarely some people juice it, very bitter, um, but we'll talk about that. And um, before we start, let me make sure everyone who's listening here understands that if you want to know more about what we're doing, you can go to vashiva.com at vashiva.com and people get a, a deep idea, a deeper idea of the background of the platform that we're building. Many people have been asking us, hey, what are you guys actually doing? Like, what is VA Shiva really about? And on May 1st, which is coming up uh, 48 hours from now on Saturday, we're holding a big rally uh, for truth, freedom and health. 
and it's going to be held in Boston on the State House steps. And we're expecting quite a number of people. It's supposed to be a good day. And but we're really going to uh, take this movement to the streets. Uh, when I ran for United States Senate, you know, it was a very, very important event. But now we're building the movement um, to really bring all these interconnections between truth, freedom and health. So it's going to be on the State House steps on May 1st, uh, this uh, between 12 to 3 p.m. in Boston, Massachusetts. Everyone's invited. People are coming um, from wherever you want to come. Uh, but before I start, many of you know that one of the fundamental things that we support on the VA Shiva platform for truth, freedom and health is taking a systems approach. And by the way, here's a little graphic that we did for our event that we'll probably share with you in a, uh, a simple way uh, what the movements, uh, what our platform's about. And I wanna play, with you, play for you a little video. Let me bring it up here, if I may. Uh, here we go. So if you see here, um, this video right here, this graphic right here, I would say it typically, it's a very simple graphic. It's in text, it says, what is VA Shiva? It's really the platform for real revolutionaries. That means people who wanna uh, change the world, their lives in a fundamental way. And it's a platform of education, social media and activism, independent of big tech. And that's what Truth, Freedom and Health is really about. So um, it's a pretty cool, uh, simple graphic, you know, very simple colors, but it's really a platform. For those of you who really want to build a movement and are have got uh, raised your political consciousness above the Democrats and Republicans and the left and right, and you really want real education and you want social media tools and you want to learn how to uh, really unleash activism, independent of big tech, that's what this platform is really about. Um, I do these videos for education. We have a whole, and I'll get back to that, uh, but the key thing that we want to teach people is that we have to build a movement that is founded on science and it's really about systems and i just want to play you this quick video that'll hopefully help all of you appreciate the journey that i've gone through which is probably not dissimilar to everyone else's journey a little bit different we all go through our own journeys but it's really a journey um, to systems so i want to really uh, play that for you so everyone understands um, Welcome to VA Shiva. VA Shiva is a product of my journey across East and West, science and tradition, ancient and modern, that brings you the science of systems so you can become a force for truth, freedom, health. VA Shiva is a platform of revolutionary education, community building, and weaponry for unleashing local activism. My journey to VA Shiva begins in the chaos of Bombay, where I experienced diverse religions, languages, castes, and in a small village that had no running water, no electricity, where my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practiced Siddha, an ancient system of Indian medicine over 10,000 years old. She observed one's face, the art of Samudrika Lakshanam, to understand a body's unique constitution, allowing her to deliver the right medicine for the right person at the right time. Watching my grandmother heal others, I was inspired to study medicine, but I was also aware of the corrupt caste system of India, which denigrated a human being, where my family were considered low caste untouchables, where one's birth determined one's destiny. The grit and determination of my mother and father led them to get educated and to come to America, a one in a trillion event. Their actions inspired me to work hard and excel. While in ninth grade, I attended New York University in a computer science program 
and subsequently at the age of 14 was given a full-time job as a research fellow at what is now known as Rutgers Medical School in the heart of Newark, New Jersey. There I investigated the system of sleep using mathematics, computer science, and biology for sudden infant death syndrome. It was there in Newark where I invented email when I was the first to convert every feature of the physical, paper-based inner office mail system, including inbox, outbox, memo, carbon copy, blind carbon copy, attachments, into its electronic equivalent, a system which I named email, a term that I was the first to coin. On August 30, 1982, I was awarded the first U.S. copyright for the invention of this system, recognizing me as the inventor of email. At that time, copyright was the only way to protect software inventions. I went on to MIT where I earned four degrees across multiple systems of engineering, electrical, mechanical, design, biological. That training led me to invent many other systems for advancing humankind. Echomail, the world's first intelligent email management system. Cytosol, a computational biology system for eliminating animal testing to discover new medicines faster, cheaper, and safer. And to the creation of a whole systems methodology for certifying clean food. These innovations led me back on a Fulbright to India, where I discovered the missing link between Eastern medicine and Western systems theory, honoring my grandmother to develop Your Body, Your System, a powerful tool that will help you understand how your body is a system and how the inputs of food, supplements, and exercise bring your body back to its natural system state. And Systems Health, an integrative educational discipline that is now integrated into the VA Shiva platform that will enable you to learn the science of systems, the science of everything, be it your body as a system or our society and politics as a system, to reveal the foundational interrelationships between truth, freedom, health. Now is the time for you to be the light, learn the science of systems, build community and weaponize yourself to unleash the activism necessary to deliver truth, freedom, health in your local community. Welcome to VA Shiva. All right, everyone, welcome. This is Dr. Shiva. Great to have you on. So we're going to talk about bitter gourd today. Um, as I mentioned earlier, when uh, you guys were joining, that it's a, a vegetable. Uh, some people call it actually a fruit. Um, uh, but it's typically in, I grew up always having it once a week. And the reason it was said was it would clear the worms out of your body and you know, eliminate viruses and bacteria, et cetera. It's a very, very uh, bitter fruit. Um, when I was doing raw foods for many years, I used to juice it. I was, you know, my body was uh, much more optimal at that point. You know, I was eating a lot of different greens. But one of the things I want to talk about is that uh, when you look at receptors in your body, meaning receptors are molecules which hang out on the surface of cells, which can detect different kinds of chemicals. You know, they almost look like a catcher's mitt. You know, you throw a ball into them and they actually can... Uh, catch different kinds of chemicals, receptors. But what's important to understand is that this is quite interesting. Your body in your, in your gut has one real receptor for sugar, but nearly uh, sweet, sweet receptors, you know, for, for sensing sweet, but nearly 25 receptors for bitter foods. Let me repeat that again. 25 different receptors for bitter foods, which means your body um, wants, uh, wants, bitter foods. It's designed to eat bitter foods. And you can think ginger bitter, right? All that it's, a, it's a, one of the important tastes. 
right? The dandelion greens, the collards, the kale, greens, greens have a lot of bitters. Coffee is bitter, right? Um, but the notion of your body um, uh, having systemically the desire to have bitter foods is something that we should keep in mind. Uh, unfortunately, our people consume way too much sugar, but your body is actually designed to consume bitter foods. So broccoli rabe, yep, it's great. Um, someone just said that. So it's been, is it beneficial for arthritis? We'll talk about that. Uh, someone said Narendra Modi is a super spreader. Um, but are, you're right, uh, arugula, right? Arugula is a, is a bitter food. So um, just think about that. So um, the bitter foods fit, uh, fit into a category of foods, but your body is designed um, and it's looking to consume these foods. So I, I just want people to uh, think about that as I go through this. So by the way, as, as you went through the uh, last video, everyone can go to vashiva.com if you wanna know more about the movement for truth, freedom and health. I encourage everyone to take, uh, explore that. So um, we're building an army of truth, freedom and health warriors who are educated, have access to social media and activism, but vashiva is a platform for activism, social media, as well as education independent of big tech. So I, I recommend everyone go there, become truth, freedom and health warriors. But let's talk about bitter gourd. Um, and let's begin by going over the agenda. We wanna really look at what are, you know, what are bitter gourd or what is bitter gourd? That's just what it should actually say. Uh, we wanna look at the molecular compositions of bitter gourd. We wanna look at the biological effects, the health effects, uh, the uh, effects on the immune system and the clinical evidence on uh, bitter gourd, okay? So let's, uh, this is what it looks like, okay? And you can see it's it's green on the outside. It looks like a cucumber, but it has like the surface of almost like an armadillo, okay? Different than a, a cucumber. These prickly, uh, they're, they're not thorny, but they're very, very, almost look primitive, um, the food. Um, it's, it's a plant from the cucumber family uh, it's an herbal medicine that is recommended by Ayurveda or, or Siddha. So in the Indian system of medicine, in the north, they practice Ayurveda. In the south, they practice Siddha, which is actually much older and has a much deeper, richer uh, pantheon of different types of aspects of medicine, including the martial arts, including the use of herbs, the use of heavy metals, yoga, as well as meditative practices. But Siddha in the south, Ayurveda in the north, but um, you can see it's commonly used in diets of cultures from Asia, Africa, and South America. Um, the uh, and you can see the 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 scientific word Mamordica uh, charantia. Okay, Mamordica charantia, and its medicinal properties are attributed to the fruit and the seeds. Okay, so. Um, we obviously it grows, um, you have the stem and the leaves and the roots, but the medicinal properties are at, attributed to the fruit and the seeds. And it's called, some people call it bitter melon, but it's bitter gourd is what we're gonna, the names that we will be using. And um, uh, yeah, someone's asking, yeah, so let me play that. If, if people wanna go and become a truth, freedom and health warrior, you can go to bashiva.com slash join. Every Monday evenings, I do a live, private class training for all of you to join and I'll come back and talk about that. But let me, uh, so I hope everyone's got that. I'm playing it down on the ticker below if you wanna go there. So let's, um, 
It's interesting. You know, it's been researched for around the last nearly uh, 59 years, 60 years, and 3,378 research articles, 17 clin clinical trials. Someone just said crispy fried Kerala. Yeah. Some people say Kerala, K-E-R-A-L-A, is amazing. Um, uh, I heard it's a perfect food for the human body. It is a dream to be part of your army. Great to have you, Marika. Um, she's a truth, freedom, and health warrior. But so it is one of those foods. Again, I used to have it once a week. And you can, again, you can't get this food in your normal you know, shopping stores. Um, look around if you have your local Indian stores, Indian grocery stores, and they'll have it. You know, ideally try to get it organic, uh, but you typically slice it. Um, typically, uh, the way my mom would make it is put some ghee down, you know, slow cook it. And then you can put uh, things like uh, garlic, ginger, um, uh, you know, onions. You, you know, lightly saute it. And then you can obviously add other uh, spices like cumin and turmeric and coriander and things like that, right? Um, but it is bitter, but it's actually quite tasty. Your body actually, it, it, when you eat it, you feel uh, very healing about, uh, very, very healing eating it. But it has, uh, my grandmother would say, it would actually heal you if, if you have worms. One of the things we need to understand is many, many cultures used to, on some regular basis, always take some type of foods to eliminate worms from your body. Um, whether you like it or not, over time, your body does build up different kinds of parasites. Many cultures were aware of this, and either they would do it on a weekly basis or a seasonal basis, but there was a way typically people got rid of the you know, worms in their body. And there's a whole theory that talks about worms, um, you know, the worm load, parasitic load related to cancer. And it's a whole different talk that we could talk about. But quite a bit of research, 3,378 articles, 17 clinical trials over 60 years. Now, how do we actually go through this? So Cytosolve, as many of you know, is the engine that I created out of my PhD work at MIT. Cytosolve is a capability. It's a scientific uh, engine, uh, technology engine that I created about 16 years ago out of my PhD work to be able to look at the body of work in a certain area, whether you're looking at a combination of ingredients or ingredients on how it affects a particular disease or biomolecular function. So when you look at something like bitter gourd, there's all these articles out there. If you had to go read all of those, figure out, well, what do all these articles say? And then can I extract out data from these to really understand what happens in the physical body, you know, at the molecular systems level? So we can go look here and we can see that one of the ways that we do it with Cytosolve, which is very powerful, we can take all those papers we can curate them, that's what we do. And then from those papers, we can extract out the, those papers that have to deal with molecular mechanisms, which means chemical reactions of how that ingredient works relative to a particular system of interest. Today, we're gonna to look at the immune system. We could have looked at the cardiovascular system or the, you know, the hepatic system, liver, but we're gonna look at the immune system on how bitter gourd works. So Cytosolve is really a capability that helps us take all that data without cherry picking any data, curate it, extract out the molecular mechanisms. And from understanding those molecular mechanisms, we can start getting an appreciation for what's actually going on, knowing that science is constantly changing and that we may have to update our view of it. So 
let's go back to this. And um, one of the important things to understand with Cytosolve is it emerged out of recognizing that the entire pharmaceutical development model is basically headed uh, for a massive disaster. This is why they are so uh, focused on um, putting fear into everyone to everyone to get jabbed because their current model, when they discover a pharmaceutical drug, they have to do about you know 13 years of testing. They have to spend $5 billion animal testing, test tube testing, and then going through phase one, phase two, phase three clinical trials. This is a long process for them. And what's unfortunate is that pharmaceutical companies are not getting it that this process is not working too well. They spend more and more and more money on R&D. That's the saffron line here. And the purple line shows that less and less new drugs are even being allowed by the FDA, which means their process is not working. This process is a old medieval process and it's ineffective. This is why um, it's unfortunate the mainstream media doesn't talk about it. The pharmaceutical companies are actually heading downwards. Pfizer, for example, 10 years ago made around 65 billion in revenue. Last year, they made only about 20, 41 billion in revenue. Still, it's a lot of money for most of us, but it's a $25 billion decline in revenue. This is why they need the jab because that's, or, or the inoculations, and this is why they're so heavily promoting them because it's a way to get out of their failing revenue model. But before I proceed, I wanna just play a, an, another video on Cytosolve so you really understand the power of Cytosolve from a systems approach to understand synergy and how we use it. So let me bring that up. For those of you who are new and for those of you seen it again, it'll be a review, but I'll really explain to you Cytosolve. So let me bring that up. Who would have ever thought someone like me would invent email and create Cytosolve to revolutionize health for personalized and precision medicine, a system for delivering the right medicine for the right person at the right time. I was born a low caste untouchable in India's caste system, a system of aristocracy, oppression and racism. As a child I observed my grandmother, a poor village farmer, practice Siddha, India's oldest system of medicine, to heal local villagers by observing their face, to know their unique constitution, to deliver a unique combination of foods, healing herbs and massage. The caste system and her abilities to heal inspired me to understand the interconnectedness of all life. My name is Dr. Shiva Ayadure. I'm an MIT PhD, a Fulbright scholar, a scientist, technologist and inventor. My family and I left India to come to America on my seventh birthday. As a 14 year old, I began working as a full-time research fellow at Rutgers Medical School to unravel the mysteries of sudden infant death syndrome, SIDS, and created the world's first email system long before I ever heard of MIT. As I traverse academia over the next three decades, I observe self-serving academics, never solving real problems, writing grant after grant, competing for tenure while diminishing real science and real scientists, pushing a reductionist science to destroy the scientific method. Like the blind men who never saw the whole elephant but the parts, they delivered a dismembered view of reality. I observe Big Pharma use such reductionism, wasting billions year after year to fund research in test tubes, killing animals, and using the poor as guinea pigs 
techniques for clinical testing to create products that even the FDA no longer allowed. Not only Big Pharma practices reductionism, but also the elites of Big Vitamin, Big Green, and Big New Age, with gurus and yogis, empowered by Hollywood celebrities, selling one supplement after another based on a cherry-picked science. All that changed in 2003, when the Human Genome Project ended, revealing that humans have the same number of genes, about 20,000, as that of a worm, giving rise to a systems biology. We realized that one-size-fits-all medicine was a failure. We realized their medicines were killing us, making today's generation's lifespan shorter than any previous generation. Obesity, heart disease, deaths from adverse reaction to drugs, confusion on what diet, what supplements, and who to believe is what they have delivered you. They push natural and organic products for your beauty and wellness, while their real solution is their plastic surgeons and Botox. We've been sold out. It's time for real science, a system science that interconnects the parts to discover truth, to know what really works, to get the health we need and deserve. This is why I created Cytosolve. Cytosolve is about truth, freedom, and health versus power, profit, and control. Cytosolve is a revolutionary technology integrating bioinformatics, computational biology, mathematical modeling, decentralization to reveal the truth. Cytosolve computes trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular interactions to discover what actually works based on the actual science. No reductionism, no cherry picking. Cytosol's predictive modeling has been proven accurate time and time again, matching laboratory results. Cytosol discovers synergistic combinations of compounds to maximize health and reduce toxicity. For example, we know curcumin from turmeric and resveratrol from red grapes alleviate inflammation. But how much should we combine? Current methods are hand-waving at best. Here, with Cytosol, we first model the control condition with no curcumin and no resveratrol to simulate high inflammation with the cytokine level at 0.15 micromolar. Next, we add just 5 micromolars of curcumin. The inflammation drops to 0.05. Next, we use 5 micromolars of resveratrol and the inflammation drops from 0.15 to 0.06. But when we combine curcumin and resveratrol of 3 micromolars of curcumin and 2 micromolars of resveratrol, inflammation drops from 0.15 to 0.03. Far lower, nearly 200% less than just one compound alone. That's the synergy principle of system science. We've all had enough of their fake and reductionist science. They think we'll simply keep buying their marketing, their celebrities, and their products that can never truly heal us. We don't need them. Great things come when we integrate the best of things. It's our time. It's time we delivered solutions for ourselves. It's time for truth, freedom, and health. It's time for Cytosolve. Welcome. Okay, so I just want to make sure everyone understood that that's the details of Cytosolve. You can study more about it, but fundamentally, we're going to be looking at the molecular pathways and then figuring out how to integrate uh, uh, integrate them as we look at um, as we look at uh, uh, bitter gourd. So, bitter gourd. So let me bring it up here. So um, one of the important things is um, those of you know that um, more recently, for years, by the way, for nearly almost a decade, this technology that we created that you just heard about Cytosolve to really model molecular pathways without the need to kill animals, which we do on the computer, we can understand different synergies of chemicals like you saw or synergies of compounds like the turmeric and the resveratrol. But more recently, we have used that um, not just to help companies, the nutraceutical companies, but you. So um, three years ago, we looked at um, different things that could be involved in supporting uh, reducing a swelling and discomfort like pain and inflammation. And we literally use Cytosol to go through uh, trillions of trillions of biomolecular reactions to find 
the right combination of ingredients which could lower pain and inflammation. We discovered something which we put out on the market. <laughs> um, it, uh, a lot of you bought it, so we had to close the store because we were, uh, with the COVID crisis, there's been problems with getting capsules and bottles. Um, good news is we just got a big batch in that we, um, sorry for the delay, we started shipping up, but we just have the next order probably gonna come in in July, but we're taking orders now. But MV25 is this product that we've created and I'll just let you know what that's about. But MV25 is a product that, uh, this is our uh, product that came out of Cytosoft work, but we call it Momentum to Move MV25. And it's a blend of different bioflavonoids. And as you can see at the back of it, it says Dr. Shiva's MV25 was formulated using the Cytosoft Computational Systems Biology Engine, um, uh, a platform for precision and personalized health invented by Dr. Shiva during his doctoral research at MIT. This formulation results from integrating thousands of peer-reviewed scientific papers. So we just didn't take one paper. We looked at thousands of papers across four decades in nearly 68 research institutions, and we computed trillions of potential combinations of biomolecular uh, interactions to discover an optimal synergy of compounds that downregulate biomarkers of discomfort and swelling. And this logo that you see your Cytosol optimized, what that means is that this formula has been optimized to maximize benefits and bioavailability while minimizing toxicity based on our current research curated by Cytosol. As the science advances, so will this formulation. And by the way, this is clean certified, um, organic, non-GMO, all those good things. And it's uh, made in the USA and it's GMP certified. Um, you can go to vashiva.com. If uh, people are asking, where do you get it? You can go right there. Let me show you to those people listening here. And then you can literally go to the, click on shop and then you can find it right here, MV25. So I just wanted to make sure everyone was aware of that. It's something very exciting because we are literally vertically integrating. We're doing the science, we're educating people on it, and then we're going direct to you. But the goal is um, we're building a movement instead of waiting for the, you know, even the big vitamin companies to do it. We decided we would do it direct. We're not selling this on Amazon. Um, our uh, Truth Freedom and Health Warriors literally help us package it and send it out to you. So this is brought to you, for you, by you. So going back to Bitter Gourd, um, now that you understand Cytosol um, and MV25, is that bitter gourd contains um, fatty acids, right? It contains minerals, vitamins, essential oils, and therapeutic proteins. So those of you, I know there's a number of you um, who come from different foreign countries. If you come from Southeast Asia, India, um, Africa, South America, you may have already eaten bitter gourd. But to many of you in North America, um, or Europe, this may be new or even Australia, but bitter gourd looks like this, or unless you know Indian families, okay? But it's got a lot of stuff in here, but the key therapeutic proteins are alpha momorcharin and beta momorcharin, okay? There you go, okay? Alpha and beta momorcharin. So the minerals it has, so it's, um, Bitter Gourd's got quite a good amount of minerals, particularly potassium. In 100 grams of Bitter Gourd, you're getting calcium and magnesium, equal amounts, potassium and zinc. In the vitamins are vitamin C, but quite a bit of vitamin A, okay? 
2000 IU. If you think about a vitamin A pill, okay, so that's in 100, uh, uh, 100 grams, but in a vitamin A pill typically has about 10,000 IU is typically what, you know, is recommended. But here in 10,000 grams, what you're looking at is you get, you know, you know, close to 20% of it. It's pretty good. So vitamin A. Um, then let's look at the active compounds. So the other active compounds are butyric acid, uh, ileosteric acid, punic, uh, uh, punic acid and trans uh, neural it all okay uh, so butyric acid is here you have ileosteric acid another fatty acid uh, uh, punic acid and trans neural it all okay so four major active compounds that we're going to review in bitter gourd again very different um, chemical structures here uh, typically we have something common, but you can notice very, very different chemical structures here. Okay, two as uh, three acids here and a uh, diol. So what are the biological effects? Well, um, this is what's written in the literature as Cytosol has found. It's antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal, anti-cancer, anti-inflammatory, anti-diabetic, and antioxidant. Um, many people consider this uh, typically, if you talk to the Ind Indian physicians or Indian Ayurvedic phys physicians, anti-diabetic, but it has, you know, these seven different biological effects. Um, the health benefits um, um, affect multiple uh, aspects. Some people call bitter gourd a cure-all for pretty much everything. As I mentioned earlier, your body has really, you know, one real receptor for sweet taste, but it has 25 different receptors, 25 for bitter, 25 times more receptors in your body, which means your body's antennas are waiting for bitter foods. Bitter foods, um, many cultures, many traditional texts consider one of the most healing foods for the body. And you can see that here with bitter gourd because what you see here is some people call panacea. Panacea means it's a cure-all for pretty much everything, but you see it's good for liver health diabetes, infection, rheumatoid arthritis, neurodegenerative diseases, eczema, kidney stone, obesity. So just look at that for a second. I mean, that you're hitting many, many different, uh, someone's saying, is this okra? No, okra is not bitter gourd. Okra is a very different vegetable. Okay, someone said, is bitter gourd the same as okra? No, bitter gourd, it's got, you know, like almost a thorny like outside. Okra has more when you put it under water, it gets quite slimy, okay? Okra is good for the liver. Um, but yeah, some people call Kerala, K-E-R-E-L-A, right? But it is not okra, okay? So please don't go buying okra and thinking you've got bitter gourd. Bitter gourd is different, all right? Um, but look at the range of different functions it gets. It gets the liver, it supports your immune system, it's, uh, it supports your brain, skin, kidneys, and obviously your digestive system, okay? Uh, someone says it's called bitter melon in the grocery store. Thank you, Vladi. All right, so the immune system. As I've taught many of you before, um, in, the, in the simplified version of the immune system, which is what's typically promoted um, in the media and MDs who unfortunately do not understand the full range of the immune system, you'll see them put these two boxes up, right? 
they'll typically think the immune system is only these two boxes. But the reality is the immune system is not just these two boxes. But anyway, for the sake of showing where most of the uh, way that MDs and the current academics promote the immune system, it's typically, uh, they promote it as, oh, you have the, uh, you have the innate immune system, which is uh, the immune system in your body, which is the first to come in touch with any type of pathogen, right? And that immune system looks like this, where let's say, by the way, they say there's three parts here. Above here is the inside of your lungs. This is the cell wall uh, or the wall of your lungs, and this is the bloodstream. So when you get a virus, right, or some pathogen, the innate immune system, which is everything that's involved in your mucosa, right, um, inside your gut, your lungs, the back of your throat, your eyes, your ears, your skin, it's the part of your immune system that faces the outside world. So when a pathogen hits that, the first thing that happens, in this case, we're looking at the lungs here, right? The virus comes in and the macrophages start trying to munch up, eat up the virus, right? So they start chomping it all up. And as a macrophage moves through here, we're looking at the infected, these are the cells, it delivers the munched up virus particles, okay? Into the CD4 T cells, which is really part of your adaptive immune system, right? It's a secondary immune system, which sees the parts, that little blue thing right there, if you can see it, and it inspires or stimulates the CD4 T cells to first um, create the CD8 T cells, which go and try to eat up the infected cell, but it also creates the B cells, which create these little Y looking things, which are the antibodies. But the fundamental idea here is a pathogen comes it faces your frontal immune system, the innate immune system, and then it goes to the adaptive immune system. And the theory here is to get antibodies. So the entire basis of this two box model of the immune system is, hey, if you get these antibodies, you're in great shape, okay? That's what they say. Um, but the reality is the antibodies are only one part, they're only one part of your entire um, immune system, okay? Let me repeat that again. This is how you want to really educate. And I, I want to say this so you can go it with all humility. Most medical doctors, I would say 90% of them, do not even understand how the immune system works. Why? Because they don't learn a system. They learn little parts of something. It would be like, you know, I have some instrument here, a watch. You open up the back of the watch. Imagine someone just learning a screw and someone just learning this gear and that gear. But none of them really knows how the entire watch works. So MDs just learn the innate system and the adaptive, but they don't learn the full scope of the immune system. So all they are taught in medical schools, if you have this antibody, you're great. Give people antibiotics, right? But their focus is only on the antibodies. Yes, antibodies are important. They come much later in the immune process. You have the innate system, you have the macrophages, you have the um, NK cells, which try to take out the virus initially. Then you also have things called the interferon system. We'll talk about that. You also have the microbiome, all the amazing bacteria in your gut. And you have the uh, uh, adaptive immune system, which are antibodies. You also have the gut-brain axis. Point being, um, uh, the point being is there are multiple parts of the immune system and there's multiple pieces involved there in supporting immunity. There are people who will get infected with, let's say, something, 
They won't have any symptoms. They won't even have antibodies, but they're absolutely fine because as we'll talk about, there's other parts of the immune system. So if I go back to this, you'll notice there's um, the real full picture of the immune system is you, this is really the full picture of the immune system. If you can see this, it involves the innate system, the adaptive, but it also inclu includes the interferon system, microbiome, the micro, the, the virome. There's nearly 60 trillion bacteria in your microbiome. You have 380 trillion viruses inside of you. You have the interferon system, the gut brain axis, which leads up to your brain, your neural system. All of these things are really what form the immune system, not just these two boxes. It's a lot more. Now the interferon system, which rarely is talked about, but many of you have learned about it here. And again, I keep emphasizing, go to your doctor and educate them on the interferon system. The interferon system consists of type one interferons, type two interferons, type three interferons. These interferons interfere. When a virus comes, they interfere with viral replication. They upregulate thousands of genes, okay? So when your body is infected, the interferon system is a missing link. And you can see the interferon system, these are type one and type two interferons, as you can see here. And these type one and type two interferons are created in every, they're present in virtually every cell in the body. And these interferons are, constitute the first line of defense against uh, infection. In fact, the interferons, what's important to remember is interferons stimulate or they activate stuff back in the innate immune system. So if you have a strong interferon system, guess what? Your body's first line of defense is able to take out that virus, the NK cells, all right? The interferon system also contains interferon gamma, which supports your adaptive system. Very few doctors even know about the interferon system. There are foods, there are supplements, there are um, things that support your interferon system like NAC and acetylcysteine and glutathione. So I encourage you to really look at the interferon system, but the interferon system is really uh, what we should uh, understand when we start looking at a much more holistic systems level view of the immune system. So having said that, let's talk about the effect of bitter gourd on immune health. So bitter gourd is shown to be good for three different things, okay? Antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal. So you can see that, right? So this is why my grandma said it was good against the bugs in your body. Antiviral, antifungal, antibacterial. It gets rid of the, the worms, the pathogens that clog up your body. So in traditional systems of medicine, it was assumed, look, we live in a, you know, we live in a world where every, everything's trying to survive. The bugs are trying to survive. They're trying to occupy our body, right? So it's very, very important um, to cleanse your body in a natural way. So what people did was they just included in their diet, right? We go and do all these cleanses and we go to ashrams and we, um, you have to be very careful with cleanses. I'm not saying don't do cleanses, but if you don't know how to do them right, it can be harsh for your body. So what people learned over time was they included these cleansing foods into the natural diet, right? So it wasn't seen as something you went and did separately. You included it in your diet. So as I mentioned in, in my case, uh, my mother and grandmother would uh, serve bitter gourd once a week. It was just the vegetable you had once a week, right? Because So it was always there 
as a part of your supporting your body. Food is medicine, medicine is food. So we're, we're looking at bitter gourds, antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal, right? So three different aspects of the value of bitter gourd. Um, so let's look at that. So the antiviral activity of bitter gourd, okay? So first of all, these two chemicals, which I went over before, alpha and beta, momarcharin, um, lectin, MRK29, and MAP30, these are the things from bitter gourd. They increase the production of IFN gamma, right? So these things increase the key, increase IFN gamma. That's interferon gamma. And interferon gamma stimulates the production of the innate immune cells. That means in your early system, your marine force, macrophages, and natural killer cells. And these two cells, guess what they do? They directly kill viruses and mitigate infection. And they're effective against Epstein-Barr, herpes, HIV, you know, Cox, Sake virus, B3, and polio virus. So just, just look at that for a second. So these macrophages and NK cells are the things that are very powerful against these. So this food, food is medicine, food upregulates interferon gamma. So the components in bitter gourd upregulate, which means create more, basically fuel. Your body is a chemical factory. It's a pharmaceutical factory, okay? You give it the right fuel and your body will create the quote unquote pharmaceuticals it needs to knock out different pathogens. So that's the first thing we wanna really um, look at this here is that here's a chemical uh, uh, capability here. The alpha and the beta momarcharin stimulate IFN gamma, which creates these two marine force, the macrophages and the NK cells, that's what this hammer represents. They block the virus and they literally uh, kill the virus and mitigate the infection. The second thing is antibacterial, the transneural uh, neurolidol uh, um, in bitter gourd seed uh, and the essential oil disrupts the, the wall. And we've talked about this before, before this effect where this chemical literally breaks up the wall of the bacteria, disrupts the wall, uh, cell wall, and the stuff in the bacterial and fungi start leaking out. The other thing we've talked about before, you'll see this common theme here, transneural it all in bitter gourd seed. That's a seed, essential oil is effective against several bacteria. Staphylococcus, as you can see, that we're talking about here. It's also a powerful against methicillin, uh, resistant S aureus, MRSA. Some of you may have heard of that MRSA. So bitter gourd is very powerful against Staphylococcus as well as against um, what you're seeing there, uh, uh, the methyl, uh, methicillin resistant S aureus, MRSA. So it's the bitter gourd seed essential oil. And so what happens is the bacteria are hard to treat by antibiotics as they develop resistance. Uh, one of the things we want to recognize here that we're seeing is that the transneurolidol disrupts a biofilm and makes the bacteria more susceptible to the hostile environment. So what happens here, as I've shared in, in other cases, is that surrounding, so bacteria like to hide and then they come out. They hide and they come out. So they where do they hide? they hide under like a mound called a biofilm. 
B-I-O-F-I-L-M. So many people, for example, people have certain types of infections or Lyme disease, and the, the Lyme comes and goes, comes and goes. Well, one of the reasons that's happening is that the Lyme is able to go under, almost like hide underground under the biofilm. So one of the important things is many of these foods that are very powerful, antibacterials, antivirals, and antifungal, anti, uh, will really break up the biofilm so then other therapeutics can go in and destroy the bacteria. And that's what we're, that's what we're seeing here. That's what we see bitter gourd also does. Now, what I wanted to share here is that you're seeing the many, many multiple ways that bitter gourd works. So it's not just working in one way. It's antiviral, it's antibacterial and antifungal, breaking up the wall, but it's also antibacterial by breaking up the biofilm. So nature, one of the things that I teach, you know, every Monday evenings as a part of our movement to educate people, activate people, give people social media tools, uh, the Truth, Freedom and Health uh, program, the education programs every Monday evenings, I, I teach people in about three hours systems thinking because it is with systems thinking is how we can see the interconnection between the universe, your own body and things at the microscopic level. You can understand political systems. So I wanna encourage all of you, when I'm talking about bitter gourd, when I'm talking about these foods, foods are not like a drug where it just affects one thing. They have synergistic reaction, they affect multiple pieces. And so you can apply the same principle, getting back to the political aspects, to truth, freedom and health. So the movement for truth, right? Typically is with scientists and nerds, quote unquote nerds, people want science and truth. So that's in one little world. And then typically the movement for, you know, freedom is done by people who support the first amendment, the second amendment, and they're in their own little cubby holes. And then you have people who are into eating well and organic food, the earthy, crunchy granola types, as you can talk, but the problem is that we can't win if all these movements are independent. We need to bring them together. So, which is how we go beyond left and right, right? Freedom is essential for us to practice science to get to truth. And, we, and truth is how we find out what's right for our bodies or for our environment. And without health is really the infrastructure to support truth, freedom, and health. So I wanna encourage all of you to recognize that food is a system, your body is a system, systems interact. It's not any one thing. We can't just have the science guys over here doing their science searching for truth. We can't just have the 1A and the 2A people, first amendment and the second amendment people. We can't just have people doing yoga and thinking they're great. All of these movements need to come together from a systems approach because without freedom, we can't really get to health. And without health, we won't have the strength to fight for truth or, or freedom. So I, I'm gonna play a little video now and then we'll come back and finish up Bitter Gourd so all of you understand that we need to build a movement for truth, freedom, and health. And such a movement is a systems approach to winning. So here we go. Out our country to be taken over from within. And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you. Deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. 
There's only one movement that can do that. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid, studying revolutionary movements, left-wing, right-wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution. And that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media, we need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. Wow. We gotta train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with as a part of this movement, we're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right, the Al Sharp.
I'm not sure what happened, everyone. It was very, very weird. Um, suddenly, things just stopped. And I've never seen that before. So I'm not sure people can hear us, but we're back. And uh, sorry about that. I'm not sure what happened at all. Um, but we were we were literally just uh, uh, the whole machine froze. I haven't ever experienced that before. So let me just bring this back up. So uh, hopefully you're all there. Sorry about that. That was a little bit unfortunate. So let's say here. I think we're back. Is everyone back? Yeah. Okay, I think we're back. So let me just zoom out a little bit here. Uh, all right. All right. So, you know, I think one of the things we need to understand about technology is we all think that technology is perfect and technology is actually quite imperfect. Um, you know, um, communications, for example, is imperfect, right? Um, most of the bits that you send through the internet, there's a lot of failure, but anyway, um, so we're not sure what happened. Let me, let me finish up what I was playing here. Uh, I'll go to the middle of it. I think we had it here. It could have been something right with this system and we have too many things going on, but let me just play our truth, freedom and health video. Our country toward a little bit to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who coming up with as a part of this movement. We're giving the science, which is the truth. And then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics. And there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right. The Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you. The Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're gonna follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're gonna follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not gonna lead us to liberation, it's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done. And it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up. His own quote unquote people. And that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to vashiva.com and it's an educational program. We need to train people in political theory. You need to have physics. And I've created that curriculum. People need to get educated. We need to get educated fast. And within a half an hour, an hour, I can teach people. Two years of MIT control systems, I teach people those concepts. Then I apply it, anyone can understand it. And then you say, oh, I gotta build a bottoms up movement. They have to get politically astute, and then they have to go locally and act, not sit there on social media. They have to act locally, defy locally, be, do civil obedience locally, but with knowledge on how to build a movement.
Uh, the Senate campaign's expanded to the movement for truth, freedom, and health, and they can find it on V as in Victor A. Shiva. VAShiva.com so people can sign in, they can get access to a bunch of videos. If they want to take a course and become a truth, freedom, health leader, I offer a full scholarship there. But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to VAShiva, Victory America Shiva, VAShiva.com. All right, great. So sorry about that hiccup uh, in the, I have no idea. I'm glad we, we were able to come back. But anyway, let's um, finish up Bitter Gourd. For those of you who joined us a little bit late, we're covering Bitter Gourd, which is a sometimes called bitter melon. Um, we talked about the fact there's 25 times more receptors in your body for bitter foods and sweet foods, which means your body is yearning for uh, uh, bitter foods. And uh, one simple way is the green foods the salads, which, you know, which have the really, um, not just, you know, lettuce, but much more the broad array of the different uh, dark leafy uh, vegetables, as you can, uh, dark leafy vegetables that you can get in there. But um, the bitter gourd is sort of the, one of the most powerful bitter foods. And what we covered was a bitter gourd has a very powerful effect as uh, uh, an antiviral, an antibacterial, and an antifungal. Um, and we talked about the ways in which bitter gourd supports your uh, adaptive and uh, your innate immune system to unleash more macrophages and more natural killer cells through interferon gamma, which really helps kill uh, viruses. We also talked about the fact that bitter gourd breaks up the biofilm where bacteria hide underneath, and this is very powerful. And then how bitter gourd actually blows up the cell walls of bacteria where they, uh, you know, put out all their uh, internal guts and they die. So bitter gourd um, is a very, very powerful bitter gourd recipes. Yeah. So homework assigned for everyone. Go figure out where you can get bitter gourd. See if you can make it at home. It is bitter. Um, uh, I used to cut it very, very thin and uh, saute it if you like it that way. Some people I've eaten it raw. I've eaten, uh, juiced it too. Uh, it is quite bitter. You have to build a taste for it or have a temperament for it. Okay, so let's go back to our, let's go back to our, uh, our window here. Oops, let me, so we can sh share and finish up. Let me start the PowerPoint here again. So um, we covered, so those of you who are joining a little bit late, we covered all the different aspects of the immune system. We went through uh, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. By the way, um, those of you, a lot of you have asked me, um, what does a movement actually involve? What can you do? How to be a part of it? But anyway, uh, just very quickly, since people asked, let me just bring that up. Uh, if you go on vashiva.com, you can find more vashiva.com. But we have, uh, we built our own infrastructure. Uh, the simplest way to explain what the movement is, it is a, a platform for real revolutionaries who want to get educated, who want social media tools, and who want uh, activism independent of big tech. That's probably the best way to say it. I have a graphic here, which I played, uh, showed before, which is probably the best way to describe it. Let me bring that up. But this is what uh, the movement is really about. 
or what we've built. It's really a platform. It's hard to describe it, but it's really a platform for real revolutionaries. That's what we're really creating here at BA Shiva. It's a platform of education, social media, and activism, independent of big tech for truth, freedom, and help. It's education, social media, and activism, independent of big tech for truth, freedom, and help. That's what it really is. So when you go check it out, what you'll see here is that um, the platform has a number of very powerful capabilities, which I'll quickly share with you uh, as we go back into uh, Bitter Gourd. But first of all, we want you to get educated. So you get all different types of educational tools. You get a software tool, um, you get um, course tools, you get books. So for example, you will really understand what this diagram is. You'll get a couple year MIT controls education in a, uh, in a very profound, immersive way. You understand what the concept of an intelligent system is. You'll get access to the System Revolution book. You get access to the tool, your body, your system, where you can use these principles to understand what kind of body you are, how your body may be imbalanced, and how foods, supplements, and exercises can bring you back to you. And then, um, and by the way, all of this, those of you who've been very generous to contribute, even 25, get all of these tools. Um, and then those of you who want to um, educate others, you want to get certified, you want to get access to other uh, scientific reports, those of you who want to get access to the Foundations of Systems course online and more books and more education, um, you can, um, those of you who contributed $100 or more get access to this, so we support that. But that's just not it. We want you to build community independent of big tech. So we have the forum where you can go in in our own data center, independent of big tech, and start having conversations with thousands of people all across the world. You can also get onto social media. We can we have our own social media, independent of Facebook, where you can create pages, you can communicate with people, again, in a private environment where you're not going to be thrown off. And then we want you to get activated. There are tools where you can educate others with these little, we call these little uh, cards, where on the card, it's got our branding and on the back of it, you can teach people, for example, the real issue um, with you know the masks and the oral health, et cetera. Same with, uh, we want people to go to really understand how do we boost immunity beyond the vax, anti-vax argument. So how one size fits all medicine is not correct. So that's the background of truth, freedom and health. So I hope all of you take advantage of it. The reason I want you to take advantage of it, it's a way that you support you and by doing that, we build the movement bottoms up. And by the way, we, with all the contributions we re recently had, we, we've gotten two brand new servers that are now ready to actually empower our own environment. In fact, I think it's up here. If we go to um, bashivas.com slash live, which is our own video server system that we just set up. Um, if everyone goes here, if you go to VA, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna turn the volume down. Um, but if and people fact, go to, I think right, here we go. We so go you can to, see it. Um, I'm actually broadcasting. Com slash live. So let me go here. Which is our own video server system. Sort of cool, so. Um, if everyone goes here, you go to So VA you can see I'm literally broadcasting now. right now um, on vashiva.com slash live. So you can see okay? it. Um, I'm it's going to start echoing really soon, okay? But anyway, um, if you go to vashiva.com slash live, 
We also have our own video platform and that's all brought to you by you. So because of you, we're, we now are gonna be able to be independent of YouTube, independent of Facebook to broadcast directly. Big, big news and all um, your important, your support and your contributions have made that possible. So um, we're gonna be talking more about that, but I just wanna let you know, we just launched that today. All right, so let's go back to here. So another way to look at bitter gourd, we've looked at bitter gourd from the aspect of molecular science bottoms up. We can also look at it a different way from a systems way integrating Eastern medicine and Western medicine. When all of you sign up to become a Truth, Freedom and Health warrior or a supporter, you get access to the book, you know, System and Revolution, which is behind me, and we go back here. And System and Revolution will teach you the science of all systems. You can also learn it with me every evenings when you become a Truth, Freedom and Health warrior. But one of the important things to remember is that uh, when you learn this science, you'll understand that you can look at everything in the universe as transport, the movement of energy, conversion, the conversion of form one form of matter to another energy like digestive processes or the storage and the structural aspects. And learning this systems approach, you can really understand the science of everything, including your body. So I encourage you to um, look at the world this way and there's a whole process, but a, a, a glimpse of this is uh, when you become a supporter warrior, you'll get access to the tool, your body, your system, as I mentioned, where you can really use this tool to look at the forces of transport, conversion, and storage. Ask yourself a set of questions and figure out where your body is, that's that red dot, when your body's off course, and then how to bring your body back into alignment. So that's a tool, and again, we thank everyone who generously donated, and these are the gifts that we give you. But when you look at bitter gourd, bitter gourd stabilizes vata, motion. It stabilizes pitta, supports digestion, and it stabilizes Kapha storage. This is very rare, but you can see this bitter food stabilizes vata, pitta, and kapha in the Indian tradition, but tr transport, conversion, and storage. Okay? So how much should you take? Most of you will always ask me, hey, Dr. Shiva, how much should we take? Well, again, this is not a medical program, right? Because we get in trouble uh, when we start saying prescribing stuff, but this is an educational program. But as a part of the education, when you look at what the science is out there, I'm gonna share with you what the science says about dosaging. So let's look at that. What does the science say about dosaging? Well, you can take 30% of the juice of the whole fruit, okay, which means 70% water, 30% juice. Um, that's for a maintenance dose, right? So you can get a juicer, 30% of, of that. Uh, so you know, if you're filling up a glass, 30% of the glass with that, and the other 70% with water. It's anti-hyperglycemic use in diabetes. 2,000 milligrams, which means two grams a day of the bitter gourd extract. That comes from Jaffe uh, 2013. For anti-obesity use, Bono et al., two milliliters per kilogram of aqueous extract of bitter gourd. That's 2011. So in conclusion, Bitter gourd disrupts the cell wall of bacteria and fungi, killing them directly. So it blows up the cell wall of bacteria and fungi. The other thing bitter gourd does, it activates the innate immune system that kills, uh, that directly kills viruses. And the other thing bitter gourd does, it, it inhibits the biofilm, which kills bacteria directly. Again, the main way it kill, disrupts the cell wall of bacteria and fungi, killing them directly, 
and it activates the innate immune cells through the interferon system. There you go, that's bitter gourd, okay? So I encourage people to, you know, as a homework assignment, it's a very different type of vegetable if you've never had it, go try it out, um, look at some recipes online, and uh, someone says biofilm eaters are the key. They also show no resistance in many passes with regards to mutation. Yep. Um, so encourage you to do that. So again, bitter gourd. Um, again, uh, for those of you who appreciate these videos that we do, recognize that we are taking a systems approach. And this systems approach we apply to a nutrient to understand the body as a system. You can apply that systems approach to understand political systems. But one of the key things is we need to go beyond left and right, beyond you know Republican and Democrat, beyond pro and anti. And we need, when we take a systems approach, we can always find the truth of what's going on. All right, everyone, I hope this was valuable. Tomorrow I'll be doing a couple more videos. Keep an eye out. Thank you, be well.